Hello? Well. Hello? <laughs> Hi. All right. Did you... <sighs> Did you... Let's try this again. No, I haven't even gotten through the intro. I'm... Okay. Let's... <laughs> Hello, welcome to Haley and Tay, rip up Supernatural and start over and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. Also known as Hitrusa, what just happened? My mic accidentally plugged a little bit. Well, here's what happened. First, okay. I fucked up the intro like three times. <laughs> okay. And then my mic stopped working because I okay. accidentally unplugged my headphones a little bit. Oh, okay. But then, before I could get my notebook out to properly remember the intro, I remembered it myself. So. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Anyway, this week we're talking about Season 3, Episode 14, Long Distance Call. This episode originally aired on May 1st, 2008, and was written by Jeremy Carver, who is new this season and has written a few, including um, Mystery Spot, and directed by Robert Singer, who is also, I think, new, but I don't think... Oh, no, never mind. He's new for a writer this season, but he's directed a mix of things. Um, before we start discussing this episode today, it uh, we need to give some content warnings. There, there, this whole episode, like suicide, is a huge like plot point. So, content warning in general for talks of and mentions of suicide. But in the very beginning, there is uh, suicide by gun. So, be safe if you choose to watch this episode. And also, the the discussion of that that subject in this episode will be extremely brief but mm -hmm. just be be careful my cat just sneezed it was very cute all right so my summary guys this episode was so fucking boring i just don't care about this episode it i mm, a scary creature is calling people as disguised as their dead loved ones and is getting them to commit the big self-deletion Sam and Dean almost move on past this, but Dean gets a call from their dead father! Big Whoa. gasp. Sam, fig buddy. Sam figures it out. Meanwhile, Dean realizes that demons have been following them town to town. They get the bad monster of the week, and Dean confesses his fear to his baby brother. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that's enough, right? I mean, it's this, this of... This episode is boring. This episode's really boring. Like, basically, we could give you a play-by-play, -play, but I don't... Yeah, I could give you a play-by-play. It's -play. so, like, the first one, basically, the first guy is contacted by his dead girlfriend from high school who died in a drunk car crash. Um, and he's our guy who does shoot himself uh, technically on screen, but also it's not, like, it goes away, but then it flashes back to, like, the blood splatter. So it's one of those. Um... And then the second one we know of is this, like, teen girl's being contacted by her dead mother. We don't know how she died. We just know that she died, like, three years ago. And then the dead mother also contacts her little brother. And he almost runs out in front of a truck. Um, yeah. And then yeah. Dean is contacted by their dad. That's basically... And oh, and there's that a... one guy is contacted yeah. by his dead daughter. But also... The wiki says fake dead daughter, so I don't know if... Why does it say they're... fake? Did, it might mean, like, the, the voice is fake. I, I don't know, because his... they also, like, they also credit John Winchester as Krakata John Winchester. So, like, I, I'm Maybe very confused. Maybe they were confused. just inconsistent. It would be very confusing for this guy to have this reaction if the person, if he didn't have a dead daughter. 
Right. He's, like, really upset. Justifiably, he thinks he's confronting his dead daughter's murderer. Right. What would that even mean to be fake? But it doesn't matter. He's in, like, three scenes. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Would you like to know my notes today? There's only a handful. Yes. Okay. So my first one is... Oh, wait, no. First, death count. Haha, I caught myself again. Uh, there's ta- there's only three on-screen deaths. There's a handful of other ones that are mentioned um, that I'm just not going to include because they're just, like, yeah. Um, cool. So my first note is, if Ruby isn't in this episode, I'll riot. Well... Ruby was not in this episode. Yeah, no, she's mentioned once. She's mentioned once, but that's it. That's all we got. Um, so fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Um, our second one is this man surely dies, but how does he die? Will we learn? Oh, we yeah, sure I, do. I, I, every time I watch this episode, I think he's a hellhound death, and he's not. Yeah, like we expected it to be like, oh, they're setting up to like show us how Dean no. will die. No. They're not that they're not that good at writing. Um then I have pack your panties, Sammy, cuz Dean said that to Sam and yeah. Sam's trans. Um Then I have this one's a really important note and I would like to discuss it a little bit. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, Sam says something along the li- said something along the lines of like oh, what were we talking about? And Dean is like, oh, we were talking about something and who our favorite boy bands are, like, Uh as a joke. And I said, do you think that Dean has a favorite boy band? Um, I... Yeah? Who? I don't know. I don't know. I I think we need to discuss this. But I don't know if I have any ideas. So I don't know What's any your boy idea? bands. You must have one. Um, the Beatles. Oh, well, that's yeah, I lame. Think, yeah, I know it's lame. I think that that is his favorite boy band, but he doesn't categorize it as a boy band, despite the fact that the Beatles are literally a boy band. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that his real favorite boy band is NSYNC. NSYNC. I think that's fair. I think that's a good choice. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the Beatles is like fair. I know he likes yeah. like, you know, but I, you know, exactly because it's like older like rock music. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's like I think that it makes sense for him character wise to perhaps mm-hmm. like the Beatles, but I think that he is very adamant about the fact that they are not a boy band. Despite yeah, the fact that sounds that they... about right. I think he would. I feel like at least where we are now in the show. He would be mm-hmm. very annoyed to be implied to like something that, like, teenage girls like. Exactly. So, Dean Winchester. Um, mm-hmm. My next one is, I already explained this to the other detectives. And then I said, girl. <laughs> because that was one. It happens all the time. Like How constantly? It's constant. And it's fucking annoying. Like, guys, come on. Be a little better about it. Yeah. Then I have... Hold on, I need to zoom in. I'm, like, leaning away from my computer right now. Um, I then have... SHA-33 is an old phone number. How? They said that this is, like, a decade-old phone number, but I'm still a little bit... I'm I'm confused about that, and I didn't feel like Googling it. 
I so, also was, but the reason I was confused was because in my brain, it went from rotary phones to, like, similar landlines. And I didn't right. realize there was, like, a step in between where there were letters. Yeah, what? It, it, Did you Google it? I didn't. Hold on. Okay. Original. Sorry, everybody. You, I'm you do that while Google I... Things. Oh, just keep going? Yeah, and I'll... Okay. Um, my next one is pornography moments. Um, there is a character uh, who is in this episode who is a, a POC, and he is introduced as being kind of a freak who watches porn while on the job. So that's great. And then I he have... also works at a phone company. He's oh, Southeast yeah. Asian, so... Yep. Cool. So, yeah. Like, good job, guys. Nice mm -hmm. stereotype. Um, then I have Help, It's Busty Asian Beauties, um, which we all know is Dean's favorite pornography website because Dean is a freak. Uh, then I have this phone number just out there calling people, which I don't know why I made that note. It's... Like yeah, that's the that's the plot of this that's yeah. the plot of the episode, Haley. Um, and then I have so that guy needs to like be fired from his job, right? Because ew, gross. Mm -hmm. Like when they're finished like figuring out where the number is like calling, he literally turns to Dean as Dean and Sam and is like, "So are we good here?" Because I was kind of in the middle of something, like clearly alluding to his porn. Um. And I was like, that's gross. I don't love that. So. <laughs> this girl calling out his cheap suit. When Sam first, like, when, is it L Lainey or Lanny? Lainey? I don't know. I think. It is Lainey? Okay. I thought it was Lainey. So, when sh they go to the house because he, it was on the list of num of houses that the number was calling. And Sam shows up in a different suit than he was wearing in the previous scene. And Lainey comes outside after Sam is about to leave and is like, you're not a phone, you don't work for a phone company, you're wearing a cheap, cheap fucking suit. And I was like, I how does this, she like... I it out. I did like that. It's so funny. I will so say, though, and I said this in, in, in the review... I don't think it would, I don't actually think it would make sense that a door-to-door, -door, hey, uh, we had a question about your phone, how your phone was working guy, would be wearing a suit anyway. It's going to be mm -hmm. a guy in, at most, a company polo shirt. Yeah. Like, he, he, she's like, he's, you're driving a rental car and wearing a cheap suit. You don't work for the phone company. We just saw a dude in just, like, normal clothes working at the phone company. Yeah. So. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm also, um, like, Unless the point is that he, she is, like, a 16-year-old girl who doesn't know anything, like, or 14 or however old she is. Yeah. Which could be funny, but I don't think that that is the implication. I don't implication. think that's necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily But I think, think that that would doing. be a really funny implication in, in our show, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this... Because Sam isn't like, what are you talking about? He's like, right. you got me. Well, he <laughs> doesn't even I, say, I, he doesn't even say that. He says, I guess we both have secrets to keep, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, I, I assume that he went with it because, like, first of all, the show wants you to think she's clever for this, um, but also, like, it would make more sense if it, if he was, like, that's not true, but also, like, I know you clearly have something you want to say to me, 
right. like, the show is kind of trying to make you be like, oh, she's like a Sherlock Holmes in it. Like, no, she's Yeah, not. she's, this girl's funny. Uh, my next note is, uh, my next note is that I think that Sam should be a school counselor. Um, fuck being a lawyer. I really like when Sam interacts with kids, and I think you that like when any of them interact with kids. Yeah, listen, maybe I like kids. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I like kids, and I'm weak mm-hmm. when characters who I enjoy interact with kids. Okay, sue me. But I think that Sam is really good with them. All right, and I think that Sam should be a school counselor, especially all the shit that he's been through. Like, he knows how. This boy can sniff out trauma a mile away. Then I have Dean, you can't just say necrophilia in public because uh, he does. They're like, he's, because they both, so both of them went to like houses to figure out like who they're hearing from. Mm -hmm. And Dean is like, oh, this 83 year old grandma who's talking to her husband who died in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, And he says like, she brought necrophilia to a whole new level or something and he says this he says this in public like walking on a main like main sidewalk and he gets this like really gross look from some girl which is super fucking justified of her because dean what is wrong with you what are you doing you know yeah the answer is everything's wrong with him he's insane Then I have, love the concept of technology making it easier for supernatural beings to prey on humans. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the things that happens in this episode, obviously. And the Krakata is like, oh, like, before, I used to just have to wait in forests and call out to people, but now I can hack into the phone lines and, like, get their information or whatever. And it's so funny to me, the idea that, like, the technological like advances that we've made as a society are actually like yeah yeah i think it's funny i think that it's the a concept of monsters learning how to use technology in order to like prey on their food mm-hmm. is very funny i love it but then to combat that statement is this fucking commentary of the digital age that just came out of nowhere does he say it to Sam? I think he says it to Sam. He says, the the Krakata, Clark says something along the lines of, you guys are so connected and yet more alone than you ever have been. Or something like that. In regards You're to... You're all so connected, but you've never been so alone. Yes. I was like, alright. Who wrote this? Like, we get it. Which one of you fuckers wrote this weird fucking commentary on technology? It was just weird. It it felt very out of nowhere to me. I guess I get where, like, it's kind of coming from. But, like, at the same time, it's like, that's what this episode's... Is that... Uh, right. Is that what this no, episode's No, like, about? I totally, I totally get, like, I know and I've heard that argument before, you know? Yeah. Buddy, I know. I'm gonna feed you in a minute. Don't worry. He acts like I don't feed him ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, like, I understand, and I've heard the argument before, but I did not expect it to come in this episode, especially not after he was just talking about, like, technology help. Like, it was so, it was so strange. It was, it was like, I think, I guess you could see it as like, oh, well, technology allows, like, people to take advantage of you more, because you don't know who, but it was just weird. It was weird. It was a little weird. 
It was just weird. Yeah. Simple, simple as that. Uh, my next note is the fucking admission of fear. I'm weak for it. Followed by Dean Winchester is a funny, funny man. And that is the end of my notes. So it does turn out that phone numbers used to be alphanumeric until the 1950s. I'm seeing a oh. mix of different n- amounts of numbers and letters. Like eventually it sounds like it settled on a two letter five number system, but it sounds like it was mixed. And it actually ended up being changed because um, it, 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 one of the reasons was that it started getting confusing uh, because you used to have to, like, call an operator who would, like, patch you through, right? And okay. And sometimes letters sounded like numbers. And right. Other letters sounded like other letters. It's why you have, like, uh, whatever the alphabet is called where you do, like, alpha yeah beta, isn't it like alpha, marine no. or letters or something? yeah you know what i'm talking about when you have to yeah. spell something on the phone alpha beta to... alpha beta charlie delta yeah that one and you have to frantically figure out what like words to come up with because you're trying to spell your name to like a receptionist and you're like oh yep. shit fuck um and another reason was like you can't make as many combinations apparently using the letters Another reason was simply you couldn't just make as many combinations using the letters as you could by using digits. Then they had to add even more digits with the introduction of area codes. Sure. I saw a few websites say that, so I was just going with it. Cool. Um, this is Lore Library now? Sure. Yeah. So, um, first thing, Thomas Edison check on the occult. It does seem like... I couldn't find a ton of like awesome sources, but I did find a Forbes article and a... Atlas Obscura, which I don't know how, like, like reliable that is. I don't know how reliable it is, but uh, Forbes seems more reliable, but I am stuck behind a paywall because I scrolled to the bottom and I don't have $49 to be billed annually or $7 to be billed monthly. Fuck. It does seem like he was attempting to make a spirit phone, and it seems like it was a popular thing to try to make during that time period. Uh, so, yeah, sure, why not? I can't read you any quotes from that Forbes article, but, um, it seems like he was interested in it. So, cool. The next thing is the crocata, which is actually, so, I did look into it because the Wikipedia claimed that they barely changed anything from the original mythology they could find, aside from, like, them being able to use phone lines yeah which you know what fair enough i'll give them that like it makes sense that creatures would adapt why not um one thing that was weird to me was that when you look up the crocata or croquetta or whatever it is is it's described as an animal who looks as though it has been produced by the coupling of a wolf and the dog uh that's from pliny the elder if you know pliny the elder um so, like, most of it, when you look it up, it's all dogs. It looks do- like a dog or a hyena or a wolf. And in this one, they just did away with that. I did find a few sources saying that it could shapeshift, so it shapeshifts into a human. There's a few things, like, mythologically that support that. All right, fine. The teeth it supports. The voice mimicking it supports. I just don't know oh. why there's, like, no even reference to it being, like, dog-like. At all. You know, that seems weird to me. Since, yeah, he like, really is just a human. The first thing I saw, I was like, oh, it's a mythical dog wolf. 
Yeah, we were watching the episode and Taya was searching it, and they just go, "This is a fucking dog." <laughs> like, sure, it 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 shapes shifts. I just I was con. I feel like there's a lot of times where supernatural, like instead of doing an, an like a more animal anthropomorphic look at something, like I can't even remember like even like the werewolf episodes. They don't get very mm-hmm. wolfy, and I well, have to imagine it's a lot of to do with their budgets. But it's sure. it was weird to me that Sam and Dean didn't even mention that it's yeah. usually more dog. They were just like, yeah, Krakata, huh? Yeah. Cool. I mean, maybe they were just like, eh, no one's gonna Google it. <laughs> you know? Because, like, they're not That's wrong. That's so true. It shapeshifts. Uh, uh, like, I did find, like, other places saying it shapeshifts. Like, alright, fine. I believe you. Just I just, main... like, it was, it was weird to me that it wasn't mentioned since, like, it, it like, it, it's pretty much, like, it's established, like, okay, it's a dog, but it can't, like, you know what I mean? It, it's on yeah. four legs, it's dog-like, but yeah. Do I have anything else? No. Does this pass the Bechdel test? There's not two women in a scene together. Let alone yes, two are. named women. When? Um, L- Lainey and her mom... Her dead mom. Mm, her dead mom isn't named Haley. Even if it was, it's not her dead mom. First of all, second of all, she's not <laughs> named. Dead mom isn't a name. Well, she was happened though. Just saying. But yeah, no, no it does not pack the. Yeah. Do we insert a extra thing here about POC character? I mean, Additions. we can. We already said he died, so I've I've made our spreadsheet, and um, I will have to I will have to like check some of the other episodes real quick. But I think we just have Tamara Isaac, Victor, Maggie, Stewie for this season, and yeah. um, of them, Tamara and Maggie are alive, and all of them were only in one episode except Victor. So Ooh. cool. I believe Vic, uh, Stewie is our first named Southeast Asian character. Yeah, and he's dead. To me. And so he's cool. Dead. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So, would you like to know my crack ship? Sure. Okay, so my crack ship for this episode is Dean and Stewie. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, they they bond over their um, interest in pornography. Gross. <laughs> yeah. So, good for them. Um... Today's episode is brought to you by absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. Literally fucking nothing. Taya, what's Actually, your favorite nothing. thing on the wiki? My favorite thing on the wiki, because there's nothing on this wiki, is the Prayer of St. Benedict of Nursia and the Medal of St. Benedict, because Haley and I were so fucking confused because neither of us read the text around it. But we finally, on one of these pages, like, I've always been like, oh, I wonder if these are real exorcisms. This one is. We only get, like, a line and a half of it in the show. But because it, like, the show doesn't translate it and the transcript I was using just says, like, Dean reads Latin, we couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out why the fuck there was an image of a medal of this guy who's never mentioned for a hot second. Yeah, and then I actually read it and I was like, oh. None. Zero brain cells. 
Yeah, it doesn't help that this episode almost put us both. Oh well, my I don't know god, it's almost so put you boring. To sleep, but I literally almost fell asleep at one point, so. It's That's so where I was boring. at. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing on the wiki is in quotes. It's when Sam says, it's a cocada, and Dean said, is that a sandwich? I thought that was funny. I liked that. And that's my favorite thing on the wiki. Cool. Yeah. Um, would you like to know my rating? Yes. Okay, so... I gave this... I gave today's episode two ghost calls out of ten. It was bad, but it wasn't terrible so it gets it too all right fair okay so this episode on imdb has a 7.8 out of 10 which does put it above last week's episode what the fuck remember i told you ghost facers was like the lowest i know but that's insane to me i just i think that people like at least with this one people were like well it ties back into john Okay. So, like, even if it doesn't do anything plot-wise, like, hypothetically, Sam is still working on Hellhound stuff, and hypothetically it shows us that Dean is still, like, despite what he's said a few times, he is still, like, really listening to his father. Right. If his father were to come back today, he would drop everything and do whatever John said. True. So we have that, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, people really didn't like Ghost Facers. I think the I think the tone thing was something people weren't a fan of. And if they do, if you do, I mean, admittedly, if you don't like that style of editing, it's going to be an annoying episode to watch. That's true. Um, there's nothing super. <laughs> Cubs and Culture gave it a six out of ten, uh, and says it's misplaced in continuity. Oh. So uh. The core of the story about Dean thinking John is still alive is interesting, but this episode comes far too late in continuity. Most of Dean's overt daddy issues were largely processed in season two. The few that weren't got worked out a few episodes later in Dream a Little Dream of Me. It strains credulity, credulity, yeah, credulity that Dean uh-huh. so readily falls for the Crocata's trick. He passed this sort of True. blind faith in John by the time the episode occurred. If this was the beginning of season three, it would be a lot better. Now, while that does make sense, the reason I am not in that ballpark is because I think we've talked about this. I think season two did a good job of being like, this is where Dean was at. And this is him getting over that and like processing everything that happened with his dad. Uh-huh. And then I think they got to that point and then just they just start doing this weird wishy-washy back and forth with it. I feel like we keep yeah. seeing it come back. Like, I feel like this is not the only episode where... We keep seeing it come back, and we will keep seeing it come back until the fucking show's over. Yeah, because I don't remember if Cubs and Culture is re-watching. I think they they might have been. Um, but, like, I don't always remember what's happening. So I, I totally understand, like, forgetting. And if you are thinking about this, like, not in the greater, if you're thinking episode by episode, not thinking about, like what's coming in the future like it is kind of strange if you think about it that way for them to come back to dean's daddy issues but i also like am pretty sure this is going to be a repeat issue which doesn't make it better like it doesn't make it better it would have made more sense if they either didn't resolve it so much or they just didn't keep bringing it back up but they didn't do either of that because it's bad writing so correct yeah um other than that like Somebody from 2022, so good looking, said, gave it a five. 
Um, the fight scenes are perfunctory. The whole episode feels rattled off. Which, and says, as if the series just needed to crank out one more episode to reach the required number. Yeah. Which is wild. Because we've talked there about wasn't this. Fucking, yeah. They got cut. And they were like, oh, well, it was good because we had to focus. And it's like, this is what you're focusing on? So right, I get where's it. the focus here? I get it. Like, yeah. this is, this is not, I don't, I understand this was the writer strike season. It's baffling to me that more time was not spent on Bella. Yeah. I know her stuff got cut, but. I was watching a video earlier today, and Uh it showed, like, a news clip talking about the writer's strike. Mm -hmm. And it, it is, it is, it is not pronounced WAGA. It is pronounced WGA. Well, (laughs) And I I was like, well, that's stupid. I, what, (laughs) what are they going to do about our little podcast? I don't think they mind. I'm sure they won't care. They're literally going to come for us. Well, I... Somebody's uh, knocking at my door right now. Like, they're, oh, wow, they're ready shit. to blow that's, me away. That's wild. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're just wrong then. We'll have so to live true. with that. And I will continue to be wrong for the rest of time. Oh, literally. So. But, yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening, especially since this season has not been as fun as any of us anticipated. Um, things might get a little weird for the next week or so because I'm doing conventions, uh... I don't know. And I'm graduating. And Haley's graduating, so between the two of us, we might have to skip a week. Hopefully not two, but maybe two. Who knows? And, yeah, we are so ready to get through this season and get on to angel nonsense. So we have something to at least tag these posts with. Once Castiel rolls around, it's all over for you bitches. Once Castiel rolls around, I will be tagging every single thing I post with Destiel in a frantic attempt to get anyone to pay attention to us. Obsessed with that. Fucking obsessed. We'll have to have, like, a Destiel, like, section on our on our show or something. I, I'm still thinking about wondering if I should buy Misha's poetry book so I can God. rip it to shreds with you. <laughs> I would love that. Maybe we Holy. do that. I think we do. Yeah. Um... Hey, Taya. Hey, wait, did you, No, wait, you well, haven't said your stuff yet. I almost said it. Uh, we're Hatrusa everywhere. Uh, tell the folks we're here. We're hanging out. Um, I I promise in June I'll get back to uploading to YouTube. I just, my computer's a mess, and uploading to YouTube takes so long for a single episode. So, that's all. Hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. Uh, not to be redundant here, oh, but... Are you so excited for this season to be over? Are you yes. so excited we're approaching the close yes. of this fucking season? I'm so excited to watch an episode next week that probably isn't related to the overarching plot at all. Woo! Woohoo! So until then, we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>